Hello, listeners, and welcome to this new episode of Your Beside, the podcast that will tell us more today about our guest, Shoiti. Hey, Shoiti, welcome. Hi, Jeffrey. So, Shoiti, you know the, the, the principle of this podcast, so we're going to talk about your B-side, so what you like doing next your, to your A-side. So, we'll start with your A-side, actually, so for you to present your company and your role within this company, and then we'll talk about all the rest of this. Hi, I'm Shoiti. Um, I am uh, one of the co-founders of NameShouts. Uh, NameShouts helps the world pronounce names. Uh, so we uh, were founded in 2015. Uh, we did uh, Founderful in 2019. That's where I met you. And um, yeah, until November of last year, I was also the chief operating officer of NameShouts. Okay. Uh, but I am right now in a transition period. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm still thinking about what's next for me. Sounds good. So if anyone is interested in uh, contacting you, Shoiti, again, they can do so after listening to this, uh, to this episode, obviously. So thanks for your side and very clear. So we'll switch to your B side now and we'll start with uh, sports. What sports do you like and practice? So uh, since last year, I've really gotten into running. Okay. Since like last uh, summer, I started running and I am really enjoying it. Um, I also uh, took some skating lessons, ice skating lessons this winter. Okay. Um, so I'm learning ice skating as well. That's useful. Um, <laughs> especially yeah, especially winter. in Canada. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's nice to have a few activities to do in the winter. Yeah. Um, so those are the two I've been doing lately. Um, yeah, I, I'm someone who got active a little bit later in life. Yeah, but that's good. And yeah. for running, you do half marathons or any marathons plan, or do you have objectives? Not, <laughs> not yet. Not there yet. I have done one 10k run, uh, actually right after Founderful, but then I stopped running after that. Uh, okay. But maybe this year I'll do a 10k again, and then I would love to work myself up to maybe a half marathon or even a marathon someday. Good objective. Great objective. <laughs> Great. So let's switch to movies now. What are your favorite movies? I really love watching old movies, um, okay. and either like really old black and white ones, for example, like I really love Cary Grant movies. Uh, there's one with Cary Grant and Audrey Hepburn, Charade. That's yep. really good. Um, I'm also really into science fiction, okay. uh, like so maybe like, you know, dystopian, futurish, that kind of stuff. So Matrix, when I first okay. saw it, the first one. It blew my mind. Uh, I loved that. Um, there is the original Blade Runner. So I, I love those kind of futuristic sci-fi yep. movies. And about Matrix, so I had this uh, this question on another episode of the podcast. Do you recommend mm -hmm. the last installment or should, we, uh, should our listeners skip it? <laughs> the newest one, right? The yeah. one that came out like a couple of, like a year or two ago. Um, it's up to you. Like, I think for me, I couldn't have skipped it because I'm such a fan. Like yeah. I couldn't live myself if I didn't watch it. So I had to, whether it's good or bad, I had to. So if you have a compulsion like that, go ahead and watch it. But if you are capable of skipping it, you could skip it. Like it's, I was, I didn't quite agree with the ending. Okay. So let's, let's uh, summarize this as being for a Matrix fan only then for the others yeah it's okay. mandatory only if you are a really diehard fan of matrix okay sounds good perfect uh, what are you watching on tv right now any tv series or documentaries that you're following so documentary i watched the bernie made of one recently yeah um yeah that was really good also 
I knew that he had committed fraud and that this was a big scandal, but I didn't know the extent, like how big the scam was. I like at some point he was like the biggest hedge fund in the U S or something like that. One of the biggest hedge. that's crazy that it's entirely scam. So I didn't know the extent of that. So I was shocked and how much the SEC knew and didn't act. So those things really surprised me. Um, the other one is a the other show I'm watching is really lighthearted. Uh, it's called Call My Agent or This Person in French. So I'm yes. trying to improve my French. So I'm trying to watch like TV shows in French to Good choice. Uh, improve my French. <laughs> you, you watch the French version, right? Because I think there is a the French, version, yeah, version. Yeah. French version. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's amazing. I'm 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 proud of this uh, TV series coming from France. <laughs> ready? It's a very uh, a good one. So. Good. Yeah. Um, music. If you were to name like uh, a song that you love listening to, and would bring that potentially brings back old memories. There are a lot, but when I was in high school, like uh, you know, I think in high school everyone kind of goes through an angsty phase or like an existential phase. So I think in my existential teenage phase, I was listening to a lot of um, like rock or soft rock songs from the like 70s 80s yeah and i really got into the band scorpions oh yeah and i was listening to a lot of scorpions uh, songs and i really liked their song wind of change because yeah. i think it was about the berlin wall falling and it was really inspirational at that time yeah and it really felt world changing at that time so you you can whistle the the whistling part of the of the song. Yeah. I can't, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay. But I find the I find the song really like motivational. Yeah, no, it's a very good uh, good band. Okay, any book you're currently reading or you've just finished reading? Uh, I started reading um, a Thomas Piketty book. Uh, he's a French um, economist. economist, very yeah. famous. Um, he has a new book called A Brief History of Inequality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, that, like, that's what I'm reading right now. But it's it's a slow read, so I'm trying to mix it with something lighter and going back to it from time to time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, your podcast mm-hmm. that you're listening to? Oh, I listen to um, Andrew Huberman a lot. Okay. Uh, he has uh, he talks about health, uh, nutrition, a lot of things. I think he's a Stanford professor. Okay. Um, I also listen to this one called Econ Talk. It's uh, hosted by um, an economist. He talks about um, not like current economic issues, but more like concepts and how they relate to like real life or everyday life. Um, okay. So yeah, those are the two I regularly listen to. But right now, again, I'm trying to listen to a lot of French ones to improve my French. <laughs> I'll I'll send you some recommendation then if you want to. Thank you so that. much. Yeah. And your your French version too. Yeah, Tafasbe. Yeah, yeah, you can listen to Tafasbe. <laughs> you will hear a lot of okay. uh, familiar voices from from Canada and France. Great. Uh, so now we're gonna travel with you, Shaiti. Uh, you want to take us to Italy for a trip that you did there? Yeah. Yeah, so in October of 2021, like okay. right when the pandemic was kind of waning, most of us had like two shots of the vaccine yeah. and we were just starting to like open it up. And we went to like with five of my friends. So it was a group of six girls. 
And we went from all over North America, from Toronto, um, Montreal, like uh, one person came from the US. So we were this group of girls. We did Rome and the Amalfi Coast. Okay. So we were staying in Positano. I think why it was so meaningful was because, you know, we were stuck at home for almost two years. Yeah. And for so long, we there was so much uncertainty. We didn't know what was next, how long it would take, uh, you know, what kind of like, you know, toll it would take on like, you know, public health and stuff. But finally, when we were kind of able to get back some sense of normalcy, like do something we used to do before the pandemic, I think that's why it felt so meaningful because it was like a sense that, okay, we're going back to normal. Yeah, you're getting free. We're being free again. We can travel again. (laughs) So that was, uh, yeah. And, and such a beautiful country as well. I mean, Rome is full of yeah. history, right? You, you went to the Colosseum, yeah. you went to uh, Vatican as well. Yeah, did you, did Vatican you to- as well. Yeah. And um, some museums. Good. No, yeah. so, so many, uh, so much history in, in this country. Great. Uh, now you wanted to share a personal story. So a moment of your life uh, when you were a teenager and you basically uh, decided to change your life. So yeah, tell us about it. Yeah, so um, I decided to come to uh, Canada like um, after my high school. So I wanted yeah. to go to university here. So I started applying in like when I was in 11th grade in Bangladesh. I was um, in high school and I wanted to go to North America, either somewhere in America or Canada. So I started applying and uh, I applied to a lot of schools in uh, in the US, only I think two in Canada, McGill and UBC. Okay. And um, I got into McGill and I didn't know a lot about Montreal. <laughs> I didn't know anything about the climate. I didn't know that it's so cold. I didn't <laughs> know that, I didn't know that like French was the main language. I thought it's bilingual, like it's, it's like 50 50. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't know that actually it's, English is not really the main language of communication here. So I learned a lot later on after arriving, but at the time I didn't know any of this and I decided to come to McGill. Um, I came here, I think almost, um, yeah, it's been 12, 13 years and it's been like, you know, the journey of my life. Yeah. Uh, I think I, when you're in high school, honestly, you're like 17 years old. Mm. You don't know anything about life. And I decided that, okay, I'm ready to go out on my own. I don't need to live with my, live with my parents anymore. Yeah. And I, I didn't really have a lot of financial backing from my family or anything. I was like, I'm going to figure it out. So my dad helped me a bit in my first year. And um, I, after high school, uh, I had the summer. Okay. And then I spent my last summer in uh, in South Asia and in um, uh, end of August, August 31st of uh, 2009, I landed here. And it, since then, I've just been kind of, you know, figuring <laughs> out how to be an adult on my own. And uh, I went to McGill, uh, where I met my co-founder, Noreen, and yeah. we started a startup named Shouts. Um, and we met so many cool startup people in Montreal. Montreal is yeah. a very multicultural, very diverse city. Yeah. 
I didn't actually know all the qualities of Montreal, but Montreal didn't let me down. So I'm glad that maybe I took an uninformed decision, but it turned out really well for me. And um, yeah, I'm just really glad I did that. And last, a uh, little bit over a year ago, I became a Canadian citizen. Oh, congratulations. So I ha- yeah. Thank you. I didn't plan so far ahead, but um, yeah, I'm I'm really happy <laughs> that I kind of, without thinking too much, made the jump and go, went for it. Okay, so now you yeah you're staying in Montreal. You're not planning on going somewhere else in Canada. That's that's really a city that you've adopted. If I stay in Canada, definitely not going anywhere. Yeah. But I might, um, you know, I might someday want to live in another country. Yeah. Um, maybe somewhere in Europe. Maybe some. Uh, maybe somewhere in the U.S. So if I stay in Canada, I'll definitely stay in Montreal. But I am open to you know living somewhere else for a few years. So moving abroad, yeah, and and snow. I mean, you mentioned snow. You didn't know there will be snow in Canada, but I mean, when you look at the news, you have snow in California. Yeah. Now, so at the end, uh, <laughs> yeah. you get snow everywhere, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> No, I I knew there would be snow, but I didn't know how much of it would be <laughs> in Montreal, <laughs> and I didn't actually realize how cold it would be. Yeah. All right, you know that's a, that's an amazing congratulation for that. As you said, a teenager just uh, getting out of high school and decided to to move abroad on your own and decided to finally uh, to do your uh, your own life. That's uh, that's a very important step. So yeah, congratulations and happy to. To see that you're you, you're still there and enjoying it, uh, enjoying the moment. So great! So after this uh, this personal story, we're gonna switch to maybe passions, hobbies that you are able to do. Uh, so you told us about the fact that you're running. You told us about music and movies that you uh, you listen to and you like watching. What else do you have time for next to uh, to your A side, basically? Yeah, I uh, really like reading. So like yeah. these days, I'm reading more and more. Uh, I think not so much fiction, more nonfiction, a lot of like articles, magazines, like I really enjoy reading The Economist or sometimes Foreign Policy or uh, even New York Times yeah. sometimes. Uh, uh, I like reading books, but I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm either the books are getting smaller and smaller or fewer <laughs> <over> here. <laughs> But maybe you know we are we are all struggling with attention span, so we need shorter things. Yeah. So reading is one. Uh, I really enjoy one thing that I've been doing from a very young age. Um, I paint, okay. so I make oil paintings sometimes. Um, I started when I was quite young, from maybe around the time when I was three or four. I started okay. painting, and I took uh, lessons with an artist. When I was a kid, and um, I I could make like really professional quality oil paintings uh, when I was a teenager. Uh, I'm out of practice now because I don't do it as often as I used to. Uh, yeah. But I'm trying to get back into it and you know practice more and maybe get back some of my skills. And do you have some pictures available of your paintings somewhere on the internet or Instagram or somewhere else? I haven't really, like, I, I have pictures, but I haven't really posted them on the internet. Like, I've never really published them anywhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, okay. Uh, and if we look at your uh, to-do list for the for, for the upcoming year, so you mentioned that on on the A side you're looking at transitioning to uh, to to something new here. Uh, what else on on your to-do list in terms of travel things you want to do? You mentioned potentially the fact that you want to go live in another country. What else mm -hmm. do you have? So I'm actually uh, traveling very soon. I'm going to France end of okay. March. So in two weeks, less okay. than two weeks now. Uh, I am going to Paris, Bordeaux, and Nice okay. uh, for 10 days with two of my very close friends. Uh, okay. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I would like to, yeah, you know, in the near future, travel more, um, read more, and paint okay. more. Those are my immediate to-do lists, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, think about what I want to do next. So transition for your A side and then doing more of your hobbies and and keep traveling. Okay, and good choice in terms of French cities. You're gonna enjoy uh, the the French wine in Bordeaux, obviously Paris and the, the amazing city and and Nice, uh, the uh, the Riviera and that the location. That's an amazing place to be as well. Great. Um, to finish this episode, Shoiti, an anecdote that you want to share uh, that some people might know about you, others don't. Uh, what would that be? I feel like a lot of people in Montreal have maybe met me, but they don't recognize me okay. <laughs> because I used to be a bartender and server at a very popular Montreal bar, okay. Bar Big in Japan. Okay. And I worked there for uh, f around five years. Um, I was working there part-time on the weekends when I was a student at McGill. Okay. Um, so during my undergrad years. Uh, and then a lot of the people I recognize from the bar in like startup events or other events, Excellent. but I feel like they don't, <laughs> they don't make the connection that I'm the same person because when we meet at a startup event, I, I introduce myself as the co-founder of Nameshout. So they don't make the connection that I was the same person in the bar. That, that was your previous A site, right? In the past, but they don't. Your uh, previous A site. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Great. Thanks a lot for sharing, uh, Shoiti, and uh, thanks for uh, joining this episode. Uh, so I hope the listeners will be able to know more about you after this episode. So thanks again, Shoiti. Thank you so much for inviting me, and it was a pleasure talking to you. Likewise, and uh, for all of our listeners, uh, wishing you a good week, and uh, see you next week for a uh, next episode of Your B-Side.